Welcome to Conversations with Ask Ash. Conversations with Ask Ash focuses on people, processes, and outcomes. Ashley dives into everyday conversations around work efficiency, team productivity, and project execution. Let's get into the show. And now, your host, Ashley Schuler. What's happening, everyone? And welcome to another episode of Conversations with Ask Ash. We are in the communications breakdown season. And when we last left you, we had the intro. All right. We had the intro to the season. You know, what is this communication breakdown season all about? So definitely go back and check out that episode because this is going to set you up for success for living in an async world. And that is today's topic. Now, many of you are probably thinking async world. What does that mean? And listen, I titled this particular episode in tribute to living single. So as I promised in the last episode, I would just sing a little ditty for you. Okay. And here we go. And a one and a two and a one and a two. We are living in an async world. We are living in an async world. Ooh, in a 90s kind of world. I'm glad I got my girls. And then that's it. That's it. That's all I have for you today. I know that you want more, but we have to get into this episode because we need to break down what is async communication. And so I want to just back it up a couple of steps because in terms of communication, last time we talked about communication essentially being a means in which you are transmitting information from one person to another, from one system to another, from one technology tool to another. That is what communication is. So when we are talking about communication as it stands for the last two and a half years and where we are moving forward into. This is certainly a instrumental topic that we have to take time to break down because gone are the days in which we are asking for status updates in person that we are emailing back and forth, which by the way, I know is still going on because y'all tell me in the DMs what's happening. You can't get out of your inbox. But gone are the days that we are inside of our inboxes all day long, okay? And depending on your industry, depending on your workflow, you may be in your inbox on some days. What I'm really talking about is how do we effectively create a system for your communication so that you can be able to lead and manage and organize and execute your processes, leading your teams and the projects that you work on in a more efficient way. So today's episode, we're really focusing on how we're shaping our communication system for how we communicate with our teams and our clients. And so I definitely want to make sure that we understand a few points. Not all communication channels are made equal. That's right. From Zoom to Slack to Blue Jeans video conferencing to WebEx to email to ClickUp and everything in between, not all communication channels are made equal. Communication, as we know, is a necessary skill and something that constantly needs to be worked on. I know that I feel that way for myself. I feel as though communication, my words, how I speak, 
how I write, my body language, all of that is communication. And I definitely feel the need to be cognizant of how my communication lands in terms of my clients, my team members, as a leader, when I'm volunteering in many different positions, in many different hats. So synchronous communication. Synchronous communication is communication that happens in real time. This is when two or more parties are exchanging information in the same moment with one another. So think back, think back, think back to when you were in college, when you were in high school, when you were working at your first job or two jobs or what have you. Early in your career, you were definitely in person talking to other people and exchanging information, communicating about an email, about a project, about an assignment, about a task, finding out information, trying to figure things out, synchronous communication, real-time exchange. So I want to submit for your consideration a different type of communication that is necessary for the work in which we're doing. So let's let's paint this picture. Most of us, 80% of us, 90% of us, the environment is remote. We're working in remote teams, virtual teams, whether that is for virtual conferences, whether that is in your corporate career, whether that is in a volunteer organization, whether you are an entrepreneur and you have a team, we are living in a very remote world. Now, now that outside is, is opening back up, it's creating opportunities for connection and community, which is fantastic. So what we've been experiencing in these past two and a half years is how do I properly communicate my ideas, my thoughts, action items, my vision? How do I communicate that in such a way where my team members understand what I'm saying and that the person who has a particular role that is fulfilling that role is able to understand what I am saying and relating it in such a way where they can go and execute on what is being asked of them. And so that's just one example uh, of what, what I'm saying. And so what we have to really realize is that a different style of communication, such as asynchronous communication, allows team members to collaborate. It allows you as a leader to focus in on your zone of genius, and it really helps to streamline your communication. So today we're going to walk through three different points. What is async communication, the benefits of async communication, and some examples of async communication. So async communication by definition, by definition, async communication is ideal when your message isn't urgent. So something that we should think about when we're talking about async communication is we should be thinking about this in terms of assignments, projects, tasks, and meetings. So async communication as compared to, to synchronous communication which is real time, I need an answer, we're talking and we're figuring things out. Async communication is the opposite of that. This is when communication is not urgent. This is when communication is used to have status updates. This is used to ensure that tasks are being complete. 
That's essentially what async communication is. And so as you write this down, if you're taking some notes, definitely on a piece of paper, write async on one side and synchronous communication on the other side. And so when we look at async communication, we're looking at it from the perspective of one person is providing information. There's a lag of time before a recipient a recipient takes that information and provides a response. So let's make sure we get that point. Synchronous communication, we're looking at this from the perspective of I'm meeting with you face-to-face, most likely in a physical location, and I'm getting status updates on this project. Async communication is a type of communication where I'm gonna go into Slack, I'm going to ping my team member and ask them, I finished my part of the presentation. Let me know your thoughts. Then I get to go onto my next assignment or take a break. And then I'll get a ping from my colleague two hours later, three hours later, what have you, that says, thanks for the information. I updated my section as well. It's complete. Let's set a meeting tomorrow so that we can go over it from start to finish. Synchronous communication is communication that doesn't happen in real time. When we're talking about real time, we're talking about on the phone, in person, or during a live video conference meeting. So asynchronous communication allows for balance. Balance meaning this feeling of being overwhelmed by so much communication that we have, whether it's email, Slack pings, text messages, being distracted by something, reading something online, listening to a podcast. Asynchronous communication allows us to filter out the communication that is urgent, filter out the communication that, again, doesn't require immediate response, and then it allows for team members to collaborate effectively. So if you need to brainstorm ideas, if you need to have a brainstorming meeting, definitely, you'll definitely use synchronous communication. You'll definitely use it for brainstorming sessions, weekly team meetings, project discussions, any type of, you know, water cooler discussions as you might have it. This could take place in Slack huddles and we'll talk about apps and things later, but just wanting to give you all, you know, a paint a picture about synchronous communication and async communication. So when we think about the shape of our remote team, there's always this question of, well, we're remote, you know, how do we, how do we best communicate with one another? You know, like, what will we need to do? Like, what's our process? And in another episode, we're going to be talking about what it means to create a communications plan. But let's start thinking about that right now. How do we plan for communication? Meaning, let's consider the people. Let's consider who we have on our team. Let's consider the process. And let's consider the technology. Let's consider those three things. The people that we're working with, their working style, the process in which we are going to communicate, and then the technology that we're going to use. The benefits of async communication, flexibility to respond when you can. It allows for more honest communication. There's a greater sense of transparency since communication is saved by default. It's better for people in different time zones. So let's break this down. Flexibility to respond when you can. This is 
beautiful. Why? Because when we're talking about flexibility and responding when you can, this means that if you're an early riser and you're working, you can send messages, you can most certainly, you know, pin uh, a certain document, ask for feedback, and there's flexibility in how and when you respond. There's more honest communication because at times when we're in person, and it, I think it's just by nature, more times than not, we're, we may be a little bit more hesitant to give critical feedback in person. Now, I'm a firm believer, whether it is in person or it's in a virtual environment, you have your camera on or you don't, that a leader has to create an environment for honest communication, regardless of where you're meeting, where you're working. Now, do I think it's easy? Not at all. Do I think it takes time to create that level of honest communication? Absolutely. Why? Because I believe it takes trust. So as you're bringing people together into the fold, or if you have an existing team already, you definitely want to evaluate this aspect of honest communication. Being transparent, okay, because the greater the transparency, the more that you'll actually save on risks and you know, issues and things that could actually go haywire because you have greater transparency for communication. And it's also better for people in different time zones. So because we live in in unprecedented times, this is definitely going to be a game changer for people who live on the West Coast, the mountain time zone, East Coast, folks that live in the UK, South Africa, Europe, wherever. The ability for people to work and have that flexibility is crucial to how you're going to get the work done. So not everybody, okay, that wakes up at seven, maybe gets started working at eight o'clock, you know, they're not going to be performing their best if they're on the West Coast and it's five o'clock in the morning. Perhaps for some it works, but typically, typically flexibility in terms of time zones, you're going to want your best work out of your particular team member. And that's based upon their work schedule. So async communication provides that flexibility. So the benefits of async communication, again, flexibility to respond when you can, more honest communication, greater transparency since communication is saved by default. And that's really by some sort of app or tool that you're using and better for people in different time zones. All right. So with that said, with that said, I want to talk a bit about like, like how do we set ourselves up for success when it comes to the apps and the tools and the things that we should use? And I'm glad that we're talking about this because when we think about how async communication can actually be implemented in the real world. Let's look at this from a couple of different perspectives. Again, I talked about the people, the process, and the technology when we're looking at building out a communications plan. But let's let's craft that a little more, shall we? So when we're looking at it from the people perspective, we're looking at it from this aspect of in terms of the personality, in terms of 
the role that somebody plays, what is that style of communication? And personal development assessments help with that. That's something that in terms of developing a communications plan, developing your system for communication, somehow, some way, you should get someone to come in and help with the DISC assessment, meaning like performing the DISC assessment for you and your team members or strength finders. Love me some DISC, but I also love me some strength finders as well. But that's super helpful because you're not basing it, basing it meaning communication off of like personality conflicts or assumptions. You're taking the time to actually look at the data, look at the science, and look at it from the perspective of this is how somebody's brain is wired, right? This is how somebody's brain is wired. And that really helps because when you are looking at ways in which you want to communicate, you can take the time as a leader to say to yourself, self, let me see what are the best ways that I can actually go about communicating with someone. Like what's, you know, like, you know, like what's really going to help me develop that particular that particular area of communication. Now I'll say for myself, I'm and I'm going to provide some insight on my level of communication, okay? And you know, this is something for me that is very important. This is the disk assessment, okay? So it says things to do effectively to communicate with Ashley. Make an organized appeal for support and contributions. Offer input on how to make the ideas become reality. Do your homework because others will have already done their share of it. Provide testimonials from people as as seen as important and prominent. If you say you're going to do something, do it. If you agree with the outcome, follow through and do what you say. Break the ice with a brief personal comment. Okay, so I want to take a few of these things that I absolutely relate to. Break the ice with a brief personal comment. So even though my brain is wired for order, for systems, there can be an assumption that I don't have personality. (laughs) There can be an assumption that I'm very serious. But as a good friend of mine said, Ashley, you are a focused individual. But even even though that I'm focused, I still like to talk with people. I still love to interact with people. I still love to get to know folks. So breaking the ice with a particular joke or an observation or insights, you've almost won me over just with that alone. Now, I love this aspect of offer input on how to make ideas become reality. So I love a good ideation session, a brainstorming session, but more, more times than not, I'm actually going to help to shift and shape the conversation to, so now what? What is actually going to be the next course of action? All right, like what's the next course of action? How do we actually go from ideation to implementation? And again, that's the process part of me. Do your homework because others will have already done it or their share of it. I think this is important too because, yeah, I'm a researcher. I'm going to get to know the problem, the solution, what I'm solving for. I'm going to do some homework. I'm going to do some homework. So I, I definitely share with you this information because, again, as a team member, you might need to be able to communicate with me. Not, excuse me, not you might not be able to, but listen, 
what I'm trying to say is this, is that these tips are super helpful when we are meeting for the first time and we're just getting to know one another over a course of a project. So things to avoid when communicating with Ashley, don't be vague or ambitious. Don't leave things up in the air or by chance to work out. Don't leave the idea or plan without backup support. So this is, again, this goes back to the research part of it, the ideas in action. I'm very much into what's the plan, what's the action, who's involved, how do we get there? So vagueness, that's not it with me, right? Vagueness is not it. So that's the people factor, right? When we talk about this implementation part, the people factor. That's why the personal development assessments are going to be key. Understand people, understand who they are. Now, as you bring folks together and as you look to streamline your system for communication, as you start to embed more of the async strategies, you're going to want a place and space to communicate, okay? You're going to want to use Slack. Yep, that's my that's my recommended tool. I, I don't believe in using a text message or even email in terms of day-to-day communication about projects and tasks and things like that. Now, depending on the scenario, could you trade some emails back and forth? Sure. But I'm saying active projects that you're working on with team members, utilize Slack. You can organize things in channels, organize projects by channels. You can even, if you want to have some laughs or some jokes, you can for sure have a water cooler team chat, a, hey, this is funny um, type of channel. Go ham in that. But Slack is going to be your lifesaver. In fact, Slack had a recent con- a conference and Janelle Monet, who's an artist, she was on Slack and they asked her, how do you use Slack in your business? She said that her manager introduced her to Slack. They have all the team members and they are talking about movie scripts that she's writing or that movies that she's a part of from music ventures to other projects. They organize themselves by projects by different channels and folks are collaborating on an everyday basis. So I believe if Janelle Monet can use Slack, so can you, all right? <laughs> Slack has great integrations into project management tools such as ClickUp, such as Asana. Now, another great way to, again, use async communication, and let me just make sure I'm, I am I make sure that we're using Slack and I, I, I've explained it properly. In terms of async tools, Slack is great for, again, leaving comments. You know, if there's a document that you want someone to review, being able to communicate, it does not have to be in real time. And then it allows for people to respond and reply accordingly. Loom is a great video platform and tool for async communication. Let's say that you regularly have team meetings or you know, there are, there's feedback that you want to give. You can record your screen or record yourself and you can actually go about recording videos, sending them to the team and they can review the team meeting at a different date and time. 
Anyone who is recording feedback and can't meet with you, Loom replaces meetings. So if you need feedback on a document, you can do a Loom review, which is beautiful. So in terms of pricing, I just want to put a little context. So Slack um, can be used for free. However, there are limitations because Slack has a cool feature called huddles. They're also, from a product perspective, expanding their huddles. And huddles is when you can literally click a button and you can actually go and and meet up and meet up using voice. Now they're going to expand to video as well and screen sharing. So that will absolutely, you know, that'll be an, an upgrade that you'll have to pay for. Loom, Loom is free. Uh, they, again, definitely, if you have a lot of communication that you use on a day-to-day basis in terms of using video, if you do feedback with for clients, with your team members, if you are using Loom for educational tutorials, things of that nature, you're definitely going to want to upgrade. You're definitely going to want to upgrade. ClickUp, you know that's my jam. That is another, it's a work management, project management tool, but again, can be used for async communication. You're working on a task. You want to leave a comment. You want to talk to your team member about the task itself. Use ClickUp. Notion. Notion is a work management tool. It is a project management light tool, task management tool. And so Notion has features where you can comment, um, where you can assign tasks and whatnot. So Notion absolutely can be used in async communication. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So we've gone through some apps. I do want to highlight for my ClickUp users three things that you should be mindful of when we're talking about async communication. ClickUp Docs. ClickUp Docs is something that is a game changer. Last year, there was Docs 2.0 that came out and that literally blew the people's minds around. A Definitely some similarities between our friends at Google and at Notion, but some cool things that you can do within ClickUp Docs is create wikis. You can create project plans, SOPs, meeting notes, and things like that. And then you can also you can also assign tasks within ClickUp Docs. So if you're meeting and you need someone to take care of a task, you can highlight a particular text and you can actually click on uh, the button and a pop-up bar will come up and it'll say add, add um, as a task. So that is absolutely a way in which you can can use ClickUp to communicate. It does not have to be in real time. You can assign tasks on the go when you're meeting with your team or with your client. Inside the task, I definitely alluded to this earlier, but there's a chat feature, a comment feature as well. You can also integrate this with Slack. You can integrate ClickUp with Slack. And also too, inside the task is the majority of the time is where you're going to be spending your time collaborating with your team members. The chat feature. So there's a chat feature inside of ClickUp. You can definitely have a team chat um, inside of the list space or the folder space um, or the or the actual space itself. You can also have the chat feature inside of the dashboard as well. 
Regardless, you can have a chat feature for the whole team. Again, this aspect of communication and transparency because the information is saved by default, you're not hiding. With async communication and the way that we're working now, there's no hiding in silos with your communication. It's for everyone to see, and it's not about having a gotcha. It's about the ability to create communication that has transparency, it's streamlined, people can collaborate, and they can work together for the benefit of the goal and the projects and the things that you're executing on. All right, all right, all right. We have come to the end of the episode, and I hope that you all have learned something about async communication, and you've learned about the benefits, you've learned about, you know, what exactly is async communication, and then examples of async communication. So as I stated, we have to think about, as we move forward into the next episode, we want to be thinking about these three things, the people factor, the process, and the technology when it comes to async communication. This is a way in which We are building our brands, our businesses, we're working with organizations, we're looking to streamline the way in which we are communicating on a day-to-day basis. And async communication allows us to have balance, not feel overwhelmed with the work that we have going on. It allows us to be able to stay in our zone of genius and people can really be able to flourish by incorporating async best best practices. So if you have any questions, be sure to DM me at Ashley Schuler underscore. Of course, if you have um, anything that uh, you would like to see on this particular podcast, including um, any further questions or anything like that, again, send me a message, send me a message. Be sure to send this podcast episode to your friends, to your colleagues, and let let them know. Tell them, what do you think about this? I have some ideas. I disagree with Ashley on this point, or I agree with her on this point, or here's how we can make some improvements. I want you to use this as a springboard for your communication and how you all uh, as a team can better communicate. Be sure also to leave a review. Be sure to leave a review on iTunes. That would be greatly appreciated. And until next time, this is Conversations with Ask Ash. This is the communication breakdown season, and we're living in an async world. We'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to Conversations with Ask Ash. Please be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and follow Ashley on social media at Ashley Schuler underscore. That's A-S-H-L-E-Y-S-H-U-L-E-R underscore.